When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more on pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 17th. Happy Friday, everybody. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Kevin Galsman was my lead yesterday. 2.1 innings, 5 earned runs, 7 hits, 1 walk, 3 strikeouts, just 7 whiffs, 23% CSW on 53 pitches against the Orioles. Oh, gosh. That was terrible. I imagine that uh, Kevin Gaussman is okay. It's just weird. It, it, maybe there's a blister holding him back or something. The velocity was up a full tick on the fastball. So I would think the health is there as far as arm injuries, all that kind of stuff that you would normally see with a little bit worse command. It's just not in a good groove. And that sometimes happens to Kevin Gaussman. We saw it a little bit last year. We thought it was more of a personal issue. But he kind of goes in and out. And I imagine he'll bounce back at some point. Uh, he's not in the top tier anymore. He was removed from that last week. Yeah, I, I really don't think that Kevin Gaussman is a sell at this point. Uh, I think he's a buy low, if anything. I don't really see anything here that suggests otherwise. Of, I mean, there's no injury coming out, and I don't really think that he's all of a sudden a worse pitcher. It's just he's not quite hitting his spots right now, and that's that. Um, Bo Brisky went against the Rangers, 7 innings, 0 and runs, 3 hits, 2 walks, and 6 Ks. Nice stuff there. Bo Brisky should be considered as a desperate streamer moving forward. He wasn't the end of the questionable start tier yesterday against the Rangers, but now it's Boston, so. Alright, let's move on. Uh, Shoei Otani, 6 innings, pitch, 0 and runs, 3 hits, 2 walks, 6 Ks. That's Otani. Ace is gonna ace. He did this against the Mariners. The slider was very, very good. Clark Schmidt filled in for Luis Severino that had a illness that wasn't COVID. And he pitched 3 innings. Good for him. Uh, Jalen Beeks was a bullpen game for the Rays. Martin Perez bounced back against the Tigers. And I kind of don't want to say bounce back because what he did was really the same as last time. Seven innings, one to run, eight hits, zero walks, five Ks. So the whip is still above one. The strikeouts are just at five. The changeups and sinkers found the middle of the plate still. But because this was the Tigers, he was able to make it work. It is against the Phillies. And I do wonder if this kind of feels more like a Dennis than a return to form. That is... Uh, he had the bad start, it was the wall, but here he is saying, no, 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 I'm fine. Uh, maybe you aren't. Changeups are still really good, though. I, uh, Yeah, I would still start Martin Perez, but I think I'd still sell high here. Uh, Zach Wheeler went seven innings, pitch one and run four. It's three, three, zero walks and only three Ks. Ace is going to ace, but he only set 95 instead of 96, 97. Ugh. Whatever, just one of those days. Everything is fine. Tristan McKenzie survived cores, and that's really cool. Six innings, one and run, seven hits, one walk, and six Ks. Sure, one three three whip, sixteen whiffs that gave him a co-share of the Gallows pole. Amazing stuff there from Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, he goes against the Twins. It should be a little bit worse, I think, in the Twins against the Twins. I don't know. It's still gonna be a tough start. Hopefully, he pulls it off. Tyler Wells. I called it a birthday party. Six innings, one and run, six base runners, three Ks. Arguably, someone mentioned in the comments that maybe it's not a birthday party because uh, he has actually done all right sometimes, and that's fair. It was against the Jays. I'm happy it worked. I think Teller Wells is just is not good enough to justify this. This is an extreme example of good Teller Wells. That's why I think the birthday party fit because of the Jays. 
He does it every so often. You don't want to go after it. Paul Blackburn survived against the Red Sox. 5.1 innings with a win, one earned run, eight hits, two walks, and four Ks. Again, bad whip. Whip. And don't overlook whip, guys. Uh, you're happy to see the one earned run, but 10 base runners in about five innings is not great. It's a bit of a dusty donut because of that. Uh, but he's a Toby, and that's just what we do. Uh, Joe Musgrove went against the Cubs. Seven innings, two earned runs, five hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. 16 whiffs, 39% CSW for a golden goal. It's kind of a fake golden goal. It's like a 1.5 because of the shares of the, the Gallows Bowl. But yeah, he's really good. And that's cool. George Kirby against the Angels. Six innings of two earned runs. Six hits, one walk, and six strikeouts with the third co-share of the Gallows Bowl. 816 whiffs. This was mostly with the four-seamer. 12 out of 51 whiffs on that as the slider went just three for 13 strikes. That's a 23% strike rate. Man. Um... He gets the athletics next, so that's fine. And George Kirby is good. It's just, you know me. I want I want to see the best version of themselves, and they won't be that. Uh, Kirby won't be that until the slider and curve and change or all of those pitches. One of those really shines as a proper number two, and we aren't there yet. Uh, I think of I still I, I think this is kind of like younger Brandon Woodruff in this way, because it's a really good fastball with serviceable secondaries, but nothing that is quite that good and then those got better as he went on Chad Cool against Cleveland uh, he's 5 innings 200 runs good job but 9 base runners 7 K's inside of cores he does get the Marlins next and maybe that's alright that's on the road and the slider could be good enough I don't know he's been back and forth with that slider so who knows uh, Patrick Corbin never uh, <laughs> Rich Hill against Oakland was the stream pick of the day 5.2 innings 300 runs 7 hits 0 walks and 4 K's ugh Man, he ran into trouble in the third inning, and that was it. Just Kerbley returned just 10% CSW. It's annoying. This was against the Athletics. Now he gets the Tigers, and it's, oh, man, all right. I guess I'll take a chance again. He was one out away from a poor quality start here. Fine. Uh, Aaron Ashby and Tyler McGill went against each other. They both left with injury. Me and my 3 a.m. delirious self didn't register this or didn't put it inside of the roundup, which I messed up, and I'm so sorry. I should have done that. I uh, but Ashby left with early uh sorry with forearm tightness. They're saying that it's not that bad. Uh Tyler McGill left with short shoulder discomfort. For McGill, he was pumping 96.6 uh in that uh in that start with 99 at the top. And then this could be something where he's just geared up too quickly. We've seen this before where guys come back from the IL and they have a shoulder issue. And that's not necessarily like surgery or anything like that it's just shoulder inflammation which means that they're just a little stiff because they haven't gone this max effort and that's that you know we saw from wheeler we saw from gallon and they're okay uh so i think we're going to see the mets be a little bit slow with mcgill right now just ease him in and uh everything should be okay for the long haul here um i would imagine all-star break like that's what i would do if i were the mets i would just be like okay you're just gonna go like two three four innings and then we're gonna get there Aaron Ashby, on the other hand, his forearm tightness. Craig Council wants to say that it is, you know, he's saying he couldn't make his next start, which, what? Forearm tightness, man. Uh, that's much scarier. We'll see. Well, let's monitor this. He said it was a precaution. It was very early in it. Like, no, 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 let's just stop it right now. So what you do is you just rest him an extra start. So you're going to be more, per- I don't know. It's weird. It's really annoying. 38% CSW despite allowing foreign runs in 4.1 innings. Uh, okay. Um, lastly, there's Matt Swarmer, 3.2 innings, four and runs, four hits, five walks, and four Ks. 
The slider is still good. 37% CSW, but the forcing row, man, is just so bad. So, yeah, we're not touching Matt Swarmer for a while. Looking forward to today's starters. Keep in mind, Zach Greinke could be going today. Could be Daniel Lynch instead. We don't really know. It doesn't matter. Don't start him. But you didn't want to start? You do want to start his Carlos Rodon and Frankie Montes and Terry Scoobal and Julio Urias and Lucas Giolito and Pablo Lopez and Fran Valdez. And remember, today's Friday. Check back yesterday to hear all of the streaming picks for the entire weekend. Uh, that will help you out a lot. Uh, you have probable start of Carlos Carrasco, Charlie Morton, John Gray, Robbie Ray, uh, Eric Lauer, Shane Boz, and Hunter Green. Yes, Boz, not Baz, fast. Uh, and all of those, I mean, with Boz... I know he didn't do well in his last start, but remember it was from the stretch, and I think that's a tweak that he'll uh, fix, as it should be a much better outing here against the Orioles. Um, the questionable starts here, Mackenzie Gore, Jordan Montgomery, Michael Lorenzen, Devin Smelzer, Devin Smelzer as the stream pick of the day, excuse me, and Adam Wainwright. He's the only one with a good matchup in this tier, as the other four would be improbable start with a good matchup. They just don't have it. Gore has cores, Montgomery has the Jays, Lorenzen has the Mariners, and Wainwright has the Red Sox. Uh, Smelter gets Arizona, though, and he's a Toby, or at least he's trying to be, so that could work. Uh, do not start to your Granky, as I mentioned, against Oakland, and, or it would be Lynch. Either way, I'm just not really interested. Uh, Michael Walker, Ranger Suarez, uh, Ross Stripling, Zach Plesak, Madison Bumgarner, Zach Thompson, Keenan Thompson, Kyle Freeland, Dean Kramer, Paulo Espino, Bailey, Bailey Falter, and Juana Don are all do not starts. Do not do it. It is Friday. What we do on Fridays is I look towards next week, and I say, hey, those are two star weeks. And you want to maybe consider them. All right. So your two-star pitchers, Taylor Wells against the Nationals and the White Sox. I would not do it. I mean, maybe bottom of question what we saw yesterday that he can go six innings, but I just think it's not enough to chase. Uh, John Winkowski, you don't really know him, but he gets the Tigers and the Guardians. I don't really think there's enough um, to do it. Uh, maybe he's, he squeezes that one out. Uh, it could be Rich Hill on Tuesday and Sunday as well. Um, but there might also be a, uh, six man ish thing going on with Pavetta going on Sunday, then going a week later on Sunday. It's kind of weird, uh, how the, the Red Sox are structuring their rotation with Garrett Whitlock possibly showing up on Saturday. So nothing with Winkowski could be kind of essentially a seven man week. Uh, with Whitlock returning maybe on Saturday. Just something to consider with that. But it would be Winkowski against the uh, Tigers and Guardians. I don't want to go with it. Uh, Nestor Cortez is going against the Rays and the Astros. Very poor timing. I mean, the Rays aren't too scary. Uh, Astros are. And Cortez hasn't been great <laughs> in the last two starts. A little bit worse on his end. Hopefully, he does pick it up. Severino, we don't know when he's going to start next. He did go down with the illness. I think they're just going to skip his start. They have Jordan Montgomery today, then time tomorrow, then Cole on Monday. Then I think that's just a way to go. Make sure he's fully ready to go back. That would be Tuesday in the same way, and I would start him in both. Shane McClanahan gets the Yankees again, and then Pittsburgh, absolutely. Jose Barrios gets the White Sox and Brewers. He's the great undulator. I'm starting him. Lance Lynn makes his next two starts. Toronto might be a little bit shaky, but I think I'd still start him with the Orioles. I'd say probable start. Um, and then you have the same thing with C, since he's also a probable start. Aaron Savali could be returning next week on Tuesday and Sunday. I do not want to do this against the Twins in the Sox. Absolutely not. But I really do hope to see the cutter and curve return. Alex Fajardo gets Boston, but then he gets Arizona. Not the worst thing I ever seen with Bo Brisky. 
Uh, maybe as a streamer, but not for uh, not for two starts. Uh, Brady Singer gets the Angels and the Athletics. That's a questionable just because it's a coin flip every time and the Athletics does lean a little bit in his favor as well. So maybe that does work for Brady Singer. Joe Ryan gets the Guardians and then Rocky Road. And that's wonderful. So yeah, auto start him. Jose Arquiti gets the Mets and then the Yankees, as he, as, which is interesting enough. They're going to New York and then hosting New York. I I don't want to do that. I was more encouraged by the last star of Arquiti, but the Mets and the Yankees is just a little too much. No one for the Angels because it's a six-man rotation with a day off on Thursday. The Seattle Mariners, sorry, the Oakland Athletics have James Caprillion going twice as the Mariners and the Royals. Not a bad two-step. I think actually there might be some value there because I do think that Caprillion is inherently a, a Toby. Uh, the Mariners and Royals could work out there. Marco Gonzalez gets the Athletics on the other side of that first start. Then goes against the Angels, and that's a, a top of questionable. I mean, I don't think he's at his peak ability at the moment, but it's Oakland. And then it's the Angels. I think it's worthwhile. Glenn Otto is pitching, and it doesn't matter because they have two days off for the Rangers. So it's just five starts for them next week, which means no two-start week. Max Fried and Spencer Strider each have two starts, and these are tough. This is against the Giants and the Dodgers. Fried, you're just going to start and whatever. Strider is so exciting. I want to do the Giants start, and maybe the the Dodgers want to. I think, honestly, bottom of probable start. It's just a matter of his strike percentage. I'd say one start's going to be good, one start's going to be bad. So I'd say then it's top of questionable if I were doing it. I... Trevor Rodgers gets the Mets twice, which means the Mets are going to get the Marlins twice. Uh, Rodgers and Castano are the two right now for the Marlins. No thanks uh, for Trevor Rodgers and Castano. Nope. David Peterson uh, could get... Oh, I see what's going on at this moment. Okay. So we don't really know what the rotation is going to look like for the Mets next week. Here's, Here's the problem. I'm looking at roster resource right now. David Peterson is essentially in Max Scherzer's spot in the rotation, and he could be back on Sunday. So that means David Peterson theoretically would get two, but he doesn't because Max Scherzer would come back on that Sunday. Okay. Then you also have Tyler McGill, who I uh, maybe makes his next start. Maybe he doesn't. I don't think they should. I think they should just arrest him as much as they can. That would mean Carlos Carrasco would then likely go on Tuesday, but he can't because he's going on Friday. And that would mean he'd need an extra day. So maybe you get like Saputsky or something. I don't actually know if he's healthy or not. You get Trevor Williams or something for that Tuesday start. And it's only six games. So actually you won't even see a two-star week from anyone else. So it's about David Peterson. Maybe he has his good slider. And I don't know if Scherzer is going to start on that Sunday. We'll see. I uh, Yeah, not something I chase. Okay, that was a lot for nothing. Uh, Kyle Gibson gets the Rangers and then San Diego. San Diego's back against righties. Kyle Gibson, I think you are a top of questionable for those. Eric Fetty, don't trust the feds, and hey, what? Doesn't matter. Nationals only have five games. Uh, the Cubs, it's Caleb Killian against the Pirates. He just walked five with zero strikeouts, though, against the Padres. Ugh. I want to like this more, and I can't. Same with Matt Swarmer, uh, but they both get also the Cardinals. Swarmer's a little more interesting. The slider is really good. Maybe it does mess up the Pirates, but again, the fastball is really bad. But I don't want to start him against the Cardinals. Uh, Tyler Molly gets the, or Mally, I'm sorry, hosts the Dodgers. Ugh. And then goes to San Francisco. He's been doing really great lately, but mostly because he does also the Diamondbacks. Nah, I don't want to do it. 
Uh, Corbin Burns against the Cardinals and the Jays, obviously. Aaron Ashby, I don't think he's going to make those starts against the Cardinals and, and Jays. Honestly, I would just bench right now. Uh, JT Brubaker, Coffee Cakes gets the Cubs and the Rays, while Contreras gets the same. Contreras, I think, is a probable. Um, JT Brubaker is a deep questionable, maybe top of do not. I hope he can pull that off. Uh, Miles Michaelis gets the Brewers and the Cubs. That is a probable start, not an auto start. Same with Jack Flaherty. Even though he's limited in pitch count, I think it's just worthwhile, especially for getting that last start. Zach Davies against the Padres and the Tigers is kind of a sneaky two-step. Um, his changeup has been really good lately. Um, that's in the questionable start here. Austin Gomber in Miami and in Minnesota. I don't care. I'm not doing it. Too risky right now. Gonsolin is an auto start against the Reds and the uh, Atlanta. Yu Darvish is an auto start against the Diamondbacks and Phillies. And Logan Webb is an auto start against the Braves and the Reds. And Tuscafani is also going to do it and come back. But I would be very conservative with that one if he does make that Tuesday start. If it is someone else, let's say, I don't know, just someone else. I I don't want them. It's probably like Sam Long and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's too risky starting Descofani on those first two starts back, but also very sneaky if you need to do it against Atlanta, who's bad against right-handers, and then, of course, you get the Reds. All right, that's going to do it for today. Hopefully, that helped, uh, and uh, good luck this weekend. I'll be back on Monday, so my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babs be low, and your strikeouts high.